It's the SeltzerCast with your host, Sean Patrick O'Brien. Now's the time to crack open your favourite carbonated beverages and take a sip. Mmm, tasty. It's bubbly, isn't it? Hi, welcome to the SeltzerCast. I'm your host, Sean Patrick O'Brien. Today we have a guest who will be drinking Topo Chico with me, which was her choice. Would you like to introduce yourself? Uh, hi, I'm Skylar Verdusco. Uh, I'm a professional illustrator and I'm a friend of your local podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Okay. Um, um, I also recently did a collaboration with friend of the sponsor, Super Yaki. Awesome. Um, and that I was like a Star Wars or Space Wizard themed. Space Wizards TM so we don't yeah. get <laughs> copywritten. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Um, but yeah, I, I did three designs for that. Cool. And they were so cool. Thank and this so is much. not, even though we were, we are sponsored, this is just me commenting on it. It's, it's <laughs> yeah, not no, an advertisement, was... but it almost is an advertisement. We just love Skylar's work. I collaborated with them before, I think, I think maybe the, it was the week you started the podcast, but it was definitely before you got Super Yaki as a uh, sponsor. Right. Yeah. So I swear to God, this is not an ad. No, Skylar and I are <laughs> like cool previous people. friends even before the sponsorship, but uh, <laughs> we're happy to have her here. And I'm very excited that she's been doing collaborations with Super Yaki because not only are they our sponsor, but I'm also a fan of theirs. So very cool. And, yeah, very, and I'm a really fan awesome. of Skylar's art as well. So awesome. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, so welcome to the pod. What's up? How are you doing? I'm doing okay. I just uh, finished up a project and I'm in the process of like ordering new stickers, ordering more business cards, just sort of like emailing and ordering things, which is just, it's, it's tiring to an extent, but also exciting because you're like, oh, in two weeks everything's going to be here, but it's just waiting. Yeah, no, exactly. That was, um, and I guess this is literally not an exciting story for the podcast, but I'm going to tell it anyway, is that um, my computer broke and I Mm -hmm. do everything on my computer. Like you can't record a podcast without a computer. Um, So it was waiting for it to arrive and borrowing somebody else's and um, it finally arrived today. And now it's still the waiting period of like backing everything up and frustrating. Just broke Peter's laptop. Oh <laughs> no! Um, I don't know how bad it is. I'll probably see it uh, in a couple hours when I stop by and bug the cat. Kerouac's my cat, by the way. Kerouac <laughs> is not a person, um, <laughs> and Peter is my partner. Um, but like Peter fell asleep on, uh, while we were chatting last night. So like okay, fine. I tried to call him. He didn't wake up. And then I get a text when I wake up that apparently during the night, uh, Kerouac went to shut it which is normally fine, but apparently the charger popped out. And the, oh, so the, God. this, I, why am I showing visuals? This is an obvious <laughs> thing. <laughs> this, the charger, um, yeah. The charger, like, was on the laptop, and so it closed Ooh. onto it. And so the screen's cracked. But apparently it's usable, but I think it's, you know, we've, we've both had the same laptop sort of, like, for five years, so I think it's reached a point where... He's just going to get a new one. It's yeah. There's no point in replacing the screen. Exactly. Yeah, I had my laptop for eight years, and then it was I had had it since high school, I think. So, like, I've done every creative project I've ever done on that. And then the second I launched the SeltzerCast, it's like, <laughs> you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop working. <laughs> I, I do admire how long, at least in my experience, Apple laptops tend to work. Of course, yeah. Like, I had 
I had a laptop from sixth grade to end of high school and the only reason I had to get a new one is because the screen literally detached from the laptop oh god <laughs> so like it was like a physical like the physical laptop was yeah, like, yeah. but the software was fine the entire time it still functioned wow oh god <laughs> <laughs> all right so on that note let's um crack open the Topo Chico and then once we take a sip I'll tell you a little bit of history about it for the listeners I'm not sure oh, yeah. if you know this or any Skyler but I know uh, the oh wait <laughs> so this is the first bottle of sparkling water or seltzer that we're drinking on the pod um so we are both or I guess Skylar has it open I am struggling with a bottle opener oh, apparently I, I did not make it oh, the first three and I times. got it I swear, and I, 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 like I said, I just bought a new laptop. One of the seltzers that I crack open is going to spill all over my laptop. It's a given. Seltzer is a liquid, and uh, it's not going to be good. All right. This is my first time trying Topo Chico. I am, I'm excited and nervous. I don't want it to be like <laughs> Zach and his experience with this for you. But since Erin said she liked it, I'm a little bit more confident I think I'm going to like it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that um, there's no sparkling water or seltzer. Will I react the same way that (laughs) Zach, a friend of the pod, question mark, because he hates seltzer, uh, did. So let's take a sip and let me see. Definitely just spilled all over me, but that is really good first reaction is that I think maybe because it's in a bottle, it tastes more like a soda. And I really like that. I really like Topo Chico personally because it is, I think, you know, when you're in a Mexican restaurant and you're like, oh, I want a nice healthy drink, Topo Chico is the best one because it still somehow gives a soda-like flavor almost, despite it just being mineral water. Yeah, we talk about that a lot on the podcast is like, um, I, I, you know, like, I want to fill the void of soda with seltzer. And I absolutely just the second I try this, it tastes more like soda than like, I think it's when people call seltzer soda water, that is maybe the perfect description for Chico yeah. Chico, because it really tastes like that. And I'd be interested to try like their flavored ones as well. Cause like I said, I've never had Topo Chico before I... and to add like a flavor. It's mm-hmm. probably like really good and tastes more like even more like a soda. I will probably talk about the lime and like the lime flavor afterwards because there's a little like a, what's the word? Like a little, not folklore, but like a little fun inside thing about lime and Topo Chico. Cool. But I know they have a grapefruit flavor that I want to try really, really bad. That sounds I just so haven't. Good. Yeah, I'm you know, because they're usually this, in like though. six packs. I'm very afraid of trying flavors in and six pack form. The, yeah, 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 yeah. Like Zach buying the Pomplamoose <laughs> oh, uh, Lacroix that he hated. Which at this point, when this episode will be released, uh, that's going to be an old episode. <laughs> so <laughs> <It was> um, <laughs> a couple episodes back, <laughs> yeah, it just came out like uh, this morning for um, us in the time of this recording but um yeah zach calling you out again he he hates seltzer 
he's a he's a friend of the friend but maybe not a friend of the seltzer exactly we love him we respect him i think he's a great person but he hates seltzer so much and when i talk about seltzer i definitely will and like should i, should I talk about my experience with seltzer yeah absolutely i feel like my past with seltzer was very similar to zach's in which in all honesty, I did not, like, I think the first seltzer or sparkling water I had was, like, San Pellegrino. Right. And I had it in elementary school, and I was like, ooh, I don't like it. Because <laughs> it was, <laughs> it's very, like, bubble forward. Yeah. And I think one thing that I've learned as I've grown up that is I do like seltzer, and I do like some bubble forward seltzers, but I, I typically like that if there's flavor, but just water in lots and lots of bubbles is a little like I don't think I'd vibe with Hal's gotcha yeah uh, yeah. unless there's like unless they have flavor does Hal's have flavor they do they actually have a like a lot of different flavors yeah they do have a coffee one but (laughs) they have like Hal's is the kind of brand that it's like you name a fruit they have a like that flavored seltzer so it does appeal for like any type of flavor that you are looking for but that bubble content of it being like like I, I have said numerous times, kicks you in the back of the throat. Always, no matter which one you're drinking. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I've. I discovered that like that was kind of my first experience with seltzer was like very bubble forward. So my thought as a little kid was, oh, I hate this. <laughs> I don't want any more of it. And then sort of as I've grown up, at least in California, I'm not sure about the East Coast, but like seltzer and sparkling water has sort of had a revival where it, it used to just not exist yeah yeah at all and it first started with like uh LaCroix yeah uh-huh. um getting its revival and like I don't like LaCroix I just I think it's I don't like their flavor profiles they're just it, I don't vibe with it yeah um and so I thought maybe I just really don't like it <laughs> <laughs> and then I turned 21 and had, um, like, alcoholic seltzers. Okay. And I was like, oh, wait. No, this can be good. <laughs> this is something that can be good. And then Are I you started, a soda drinker? I am. I sort of, and not really, like, I don't have soda on a daily basis. But, like, okay. if I go to a fast food place, I'll usually get a soda or a lemonade or a milkshake if I'm feeling spicy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but... As a whole, I'm more of a water drinker. Right. Um, Were you a soda drinker, like, as a kid? Oh, absolutely. Oh, uh, like, yeah, of course. <laughs> I I think Dr. Pepper, especially, I drink so much that now if I even try it, I'm like, this is disgusting. Really? Okay, so <laughs> I, you I had it so Dr. much Pepper. that you don't want it anymore. There's some sodas that I do like, like Mexican Coke, I like it because of the, how the sugar tastes, because it's a different sugar. Um, I like lighter sodas now, of as course. opposed to, like, heavier sodas and, like, more caffeine sodas. I'm like, yeah. It just, <laughs> it hurts. No, I feel Especially, that. Especially, like, no, like, Coca-Cola, like, it hurts my stomach. Yeah, same. And also, uh, <laughs> something I've said on here, I feel like every single seltzer review that we do, I'm like, well, here's what I don't like about soda. But soda fills you up very quickly. It does. I want to it... be able to, like this Tobo Chico, I would be able to. So uh, the other day, and I think I told you this, I saw this at Chipotle. 
Chipotle mm-hmm. is heavy, heavy food. This is the kind of thing that you're going to want with it. It really if, is. Ex- exactly. Because if Chipotle is already very like filling, this is going to fill that soda void uh, without the calories. Because I think and it, this one's it's zero so much calories. better than yep. just, you know, like normal water. Because there's, because of the minerals, because of where they get the water from. Yeah. It's just flavorful and it's not bad for you and it tastes great with Mexican food. So it's just a win, win, win all across it's the board. It's so for good. Me. And I, you know, um, I think that it does like the bubble count and we'll rate the bubbles later on and mm-hmm. I have much more to say, but the bubble count is significantly much stronger than something like San Pellegrino. Maybe I just need to try it as like a, a functioning human that isn't eight anymore. Yeah. Because when I was little, it was just, you know, it's it's one of those things when you're little, you, it just was not a fun experience, and I just never gave it another try. San Pellegrino is the kind of thing that um, I find when you have a bottle of it, it goes flat so quickly. And I'm okay with that because I do really enjoy it. But this is the kind of thing where I don't think that if I just sat it out for the rest of the interview it's gonna go flat very quickly oh no it has so many bubbles in it the shelf life for it they don't have one posted if you look at it wow but like you know like obviously if you keep a bottle of topo chico for like a decade it's probably not going to be as bubbly or it'll probably go flat yeah but like it's it keeps permanently in the grand scheme of things if you wanted to um get a bunch of bottles and get ready for the apocalypse you'll be set (laughs) i know i'm like this is uh i this should be a ranking on the show uh this and then another episode that uh yeah i'll mention it because it'll come out before this one i guess um liquid death uh which our friend noah was on oh yeah um tobo chico and that are ones that i'm like i need to keep this in the house like this needs to be like a regular soda or like seltzer that I like stock and have because I really I'm very very honored that I've been here to witness your <laughs> love of Topo Chico. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay, so um a little history about Topo Chico. Topo Chico is a brand of sparkling mineral water, as we all know. Why else would we be talking about it if it's not a sparkling water? Uh, it's been sourced and bottled from Monterey, Mexico since 1895. So that's 125 years. Um, it takes its name from a local mountain nearby. Uh, most recently, after bottling Coca-Cola at their beverage facility for years, Coca-Cola, Coca-Cola acquired Tobo Chico. And demands have skyrocketed more recently, giving it a cult following. Um, so, yeah. The name of the mountain it's actually roughly translated to I think I think it's just called like Little Mole Mountain, cool. which I think is just adorable because it kind of yeah. looks like a mole. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you know the? Well, first I'll ask, and then I'll share a little bit more history. What like what brought you to choose Topo Chico as the drink you want to discuss today? I think I wanted to choose it particularly because it is starting to get a bit more of a following. Like I remember being little and seeing it at Mexican markets, but only Mexican markets. And because of that, I feel like I, there's definitely a heavy sense of nostalgia with it. Yeah. In that, like, 
I'd say like that Mexican Coke, horchata, like those are like childhood drinks. Absolutely. You're at a Mexican restaurant with your family. You got to grab something and it brings me joy. That's so that's great. why I chose Good to it. Hear. So it's something that you feel like has been in your life for maybe as long as you could remember, but now you yeah. see it having like a cult following around you are you happy that more people have discovered it or is it something that you wish that it was like your little secret I have slight mixed feelings I'm generally happy as a whole when most things get popular because it allows more people to try things of course you know variety's good and now I'm also (laughs) I went from like being half an hour away from it to I'm five minutes away from a Topo Chico at any given time in California like any Safeway carries them any Target carries them it's it's like as essential as LaCroix down here cool awesome uh but there is now a bit of a you know, hipsters drink Topo Chico kind of thing, like indie kids. Yeah, yeah. Which, you know, kind of rubs me the wrong way that like when people think of Topo Chico, they think of like indie kids and not Mm. like, oh, this is from Mexico. (laughs) It's authentic. That's, I mean, that's the vibe I get from it is that it's just It really is. It's authentic. Yeah. Um, So do you know the legend about Topo Chico? I know of the legend. You know of the legend. Okay. (laughs) And the fact that there is a legend is so funny to me. <laughs> so it, it just can't be good. It's got to be better. <laughs> I'll share a very, like, you can, like, listeners, please go on the website, read the entire legend. It's a solid paragraph. I, I will, I'm going to condense it right now. <laughs> and I'll tell you what happened. So on the website and on the bottle it, itself, and I didn't realize that this was, like, their logo. It shows a princess who had a terrible disease. And so what happened was essentially the princess could not be cured by anything. She's seen like a ton of doctors, nothing cured her. But what cured her was the water of Tovo Chico after she drank it from a spring at the mountain. How do you feel yeah, about like the, that? <laughs> the, the version I know, it's, it's that, you know, it's what Topo Chico says, but it's like a little bit more dramatic. Like I think his name is Montechuma, Montechuma or something like that. Um, carried his daughter up the mountain exactly. to yeah. the spring and she drank it and suddenly everything was fine, which like to an extent it could be type, it could be believable because I feel like, you know, maybe the water spring that they were getting their water from was, had a problem and, you know, it was giving her problems. Yeah, yeah. And then this is a beautiful water spring. Oh my God, I feel better. Water has that power of to course. an extent. The princess was extremely dehydrated. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't have a single glass of water in No, weeks. yeah, maybe she wasn't <laughs> drinking water at all. But, um, I mean, I, <laughs> look, I... I don't feel uh, cured of every issue in my life, but uh, I am really enjoying it. So I can understand why anybody um, would uh, feel uh, rejuvenated after drinking Topo Chico. I I just love, it's one of those folklores that may or may not be true because of how vague it is. It's just like, oh, she was sick. You have to take it with a grain of salt because of like... Could she not walk? (laughs) You have to take it with a grain of salt because like, any legend back in the day it's like well there's modern medicine now so who knows what was actually going on there but 
look this event also happened like 600 600 years ago (laughs) exactly and then they didn't start bottling it until 125 years ago so how many people could they have cured uh, Who knows? <laughs> between that that time um but wonderful i love a brand with a legend i i literally cannot name any other but um other than like uh i don't know this is this is much cooler topo chico's legend than it... something like baby nut like <laughs> like <laughs> The was recent San- campaign of the planter's peanut who turned was into San a baby. Pellegrino the one that's like 600 years old? I think so, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. I think that's the closest thing I can think of is that we're old. Right, right, right. Yeah, no, I mean like um, something like baby nut is clearly like <laughs> men in suits who are like, how could we make the planter's peanut cooler? This is like, if this legend has truly been around about that specific like mountain in that spring, that's incredible and I love that it's something that was like passed on throughout time and that now you can go on um like it's bottled and you could like read about it and be like whoa because it adds like a little bit of like mystery to it and it's not something that was just crafted by like a marketing team or anything you know yeah Uh, a fun thing that's like I don't think they mention it on their packaging I just typically buy Chico loose so I'm not sure yeah um is that with lime juice and some salt, it apparently can solve a hangover. I've never tried this. I've never been hungover before, so I've never had to try it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but apparently, people swear by it. Their website swears by it, I think. <laughs> if That's it doesn't, don't, don't come after me. <laughs> um, <laughs> you you but... heard it here first. Skylar has the cure to hangovers. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently, it like it's supposed to help. I cannot confirm or deny, but people swear by it. Cool. Okay, so a little bit about yourself. So we said before, like a little bit, you have done and are currently doing a series of collaborations alongside our sponsor, Super Yaki. Uh, What was that like and what are you currently up to? Uh, It's been an incredible experience. It's one of the few lucky things where I think, you know, like, when you see a small business that you really respect and like, you always wish that like, oh, I, I, I think this person's pretty cool. I hope they're a good person. Mm-hmm. And you never wish that like, oh, you talk to them and then, oh no, you're, you don't, we don't vibe well. But like from the get go, it was like, oh, this person rules. Yeah. And like, it's been a wonderful, wonderful collaboration. And just like, I've had zero problems, which is incredible. No, that's awesome. And, this all happened because um, I think it was in July, I want to guess, or maybe it was late June. Uh, they posted something about like, oh, we want to expand our circle of friends. And I just randomly slid into their DMs and I was like, oh. I got Kermit stickers. <laughs> does, does that work? And then they were like, yep. And then they, they helped push me to make more stickers. And then it went from there to let's do some collaborations. And awesome. It's been an incredible like summer from just going from not having an online store at all <laughs> to having a collaboration with Super Yaki. I don't think I would have believed anyone if you told me this in March. And your Especially- stickers on your website are incredible. And Thank I will so say much. that like um, I'm holding my planner, which is like, 
I have I have other stickers, but it is covered in Skylar stickers also. I have like she did one of Kermit, you have one of Beaker and Bunsen Honeydew, right? Is that his name? Yeah, yeah. Honeydew. Those are like all Muppets just because I love Muppets, but like um oh and then uh Mothman, Mothman, baby. Mothman. But uh yeah, please and you could say it at the end, but uh check out her shop and buy some stickers because they are so cool. Thank you. <laughs> um so the big debate that I ask almost all of our guests when we're doing a little bit more casual of an interview, which I would say we are right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. You are in a restaurant. Mm-hmm. You order seltzer. Say you're in a diner. Okay. And yeah, you get seltzer and it's on tap. <laughs> you see them walk up to the machine and you see them hit the button that says soda. So you know it's just coming straight from the machine. They bring it to you. You ask for the check. How much is just that one seltzer? How much should they charge you for it? I think it should be free. I'm totally in that camp of it should be free because I've had it be free before. Exactly. Like it's, you just, you just press a button and it pumps it with air and it's as complimentary as water is. Most of the times, you know, seltzer is like, I'd say a pretty rare thing to be offered at least in the bay area it might be a little bit more popular in la uh but you know if i go to a diner that's usually what i'll see it and they'll be like do you want seltzer do you want sparkling water do you want water yeah just say one of those and then you get it yeah exactly that's the end of the discussion it doesn't even appear on your check i think the thing is i think that's actually a good point that you bring that up is that because it is free in certain places you have to start to think, why isn't it free everywhere? I think it's just a uh, capitalism, baby. <laughs> no, I know, but it should just be like, like if it's gonna be free in some places, then it should be free everywhere. Like it's yeah, something it's... that, um, it's just there's no precedent against it. And I always say, like, if the restaurant's struggling, sure, I'll pay for the seltzer, of course, and like the hard times that we're living through, I get that, but. If it's free, it should be free. I agree completely. Like, it's it's something that should be complimentary, and I don't understand because usually when it, if it is charged, it's like a dollar or less. So it's really just them trying to get pennies off of you. Yeah, usually. Yeah. I remember most of the um, times if a business is struggling, they won't even if they're really truly struggling, they won't offer it. This is true. Yeah. I, um, about a year ago, I guess over a year ago now, oh God, time's moving so fast. Um, I went to New Orleans and I just remember Mm. like a text conversation with, uh, host of Zillennial Canon, friend of the pod, my girlfriend, Kira, that was like from me, like it was like me texting her and I was saying like, um, how almost every restaurant I went to, I was getting free seltzer and i was just like living my dream of like everywhere i go everybody was like hey do you want to have sparkling water i don't think they call it seltzer in new orleans but they were like do you want free sparkling water i was like sure sure like every bar we'd go to it'd be like yeah you don't have to pay for that seltzer i don't know if it's just that the bartenders are like feeling bad because it's just kind of like a seltzer but uh i don't know like um it's it's 
New Orleans, a, a good place to get free seltzer, I guess. That should be their new <laughs> travel agency thing. Yeah, exactly. For, forget post, Mardi Gras. Coronavirus. If they want to bring uh, me specifically back there, uh, pay for my seltzers, and I'll be on the next plane. <laughs> I want to go there so bad. I oh, I it's love, so much fun. I love traveling to places with food. If that makes sense. Like, no, exactly. I love going to destinations. And being like, I'm going to eat. <laughs> yeah, that was a food trip for me and my friend. And we accidentally went to something called Culinary Month, which was essentially like New Orleans is so hot in August. Most of the fancy restaurants require you to wear suits or dress up really, really nice. So you're wearing jackets with button downs. We need to try to get people in who don't want to do this kind of thing during the month of August because it's just so hot. It's like swamp weather or whatever. And so most of the restaurants that I went to were like three or four courses for like $40 each at a time at like five-star restaurants. So um, we essentially, we went to New Orleans to eat food, me and my friend and probably future guests, Anto. We went to New Orleans specifically to eat the food. And we accidentally went during that time. So every fancy restaurant that we went to was offering this and including like, we were eating like oysters for breakfast. Like it was great. So um, for any listeners or Skylar, go in August, even if it's like really hot. Like, Listen, really I, I was in Savannah for the summer. It's horrible. It's hot. It's sweaty. You don't want to move. You don't even want to go a couple blocks to the Kroger to get yeah. groceries. But I'll do it for food. I'll yep. do anything for food. Exactly. Yeah. I it's, went to uh, Orlando in the summer twice. Oh, God. <laughs> I did that too. And I think like July or August uh, in 2017. And uh, we were walking around like Epcot. And now Epcot is like specifically almost all out. Like it's like, I don't know. Have you been there where it's like oh, yeah. big spaces of like, of course, like the pavilions are air conditioned, but like, you got to walk a long way to get to the next one. So after every pavilion that we would like walk out of, it's like, Oh God, like we have to walk back into like the hundred degree weather, you know, it's, it's truly ungodly. Yeah, no, I agree. Do you have a favorite season Skylar? I mean, ironically the summer, because I'm one of those people who can hand, who I'd rather be hot than cold. Okay. It's harder for me to, warm up then cool down so like for an example last night um it was a little warm but I knew the fog was gonna come in because I'm in the bay area and we got that San Francisco fog in the morning and I'd be cold in the morning but it was warm (laughs) so I had to turn my fan on in order to go to sleep Yeah, yeah and then it took me 25 minutes to get out of bed because I was so cold and I sleep with two comforters every night because that's how cold I can get. Wow. <laughs> I, I, I'm such a baby when it comes to the cold. My favorite season is the fall, but I think it's only because um, I love Halloween and I love my birthday. So, uh, I mean, the, the my Hall- birthday's in the summer. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It always helps when your birthday's in your favorite season. But um there there will be listeners you'll hear it here first 
a very big Halloween episode. I'm promising this with (laughs) where I barely have planned anything, but the Halloween episode is going to be great. And I'm working on something spooky for that. So you should, you should get a pumpkin and carve like your favorite seltzer brand on it. <laughs> like the Spindrift Shrimp I'll go logo. On, like, I'll, I'll learn how to do Twitch streaming specifically for that. And also something that we tease where we'll do a telethon where Zach drinks every flavor of LaCroix. LaCroix. LaCroix said, what is wrong with me? LaCroix. Hello, LaCroix, and see him uh, throw up on camera. That's what, that's what we have to do. Okay. I, I would love to be in that same room, also trying every single one. We'll do it for charity, and uh, hopefully the charity sponsor is okay with uh, someone throwing up on Twitch. I've never hopefully. used Twitch in my life. Hopefully LaCroix will be okay with us just dunking on them. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so if you had to craft your own seltzer named after yourself, so the Skylar seltzer, what kind Mm -hmm. of flavors are you including and why? I think, although, like, if I wanted to choose the most neutral seltzer, I think Topo Chico would be the closest one. But in reality, I'm a fruit gal. I love fruit. I love fruity drinks. Um, so I think I probably choose, you know, like an ideal summer seltzer. So probably something with like strawberries and pineapple or like, I, (laughs) I'm allergic to kiwi, but artificial kiwi flavor and strawberries is like the best combination. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I love fruity stuff too. Like I love like pineapple flavored. So yeah. We we should do a pineapple flavored seltzer on the pod. There is one that I have not tried, but um, Spindrift has one. So I was so sad. I went to go get Topo Chico yesterday, and I look up and Spindrift is right next to it. And I was like, oh my god, I should get the pineapple one because I know I love pineapple. And based off of like the review for Spindrift, it sounded like it would be my vibe. Yeah, not too harsh, and. Then they had like all of the flavors except for pineapple. I don't think I've seen pineapple spin drift like anywhere. Apparently, my Whole Foods has it. Okay. Maybe. That's where I got Topo Chico, is at Whole Foods, actually. But I'm not 100% sure. Yeah, I like, I think that the fact that Spindrift uses real fruit, it'll probably taste really good with pineapple because it'll just taste like a sparkling pineapple juice. And I'll probably love that. But um, we'll see if I could track it down. Hell yeah. It might okay. have to be in the, um, the big old pack, traveler's pack. The drifter's pack. Drifters I gotta get pack. that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Spindrift, if you're listening to this episode about Topo Chico <laughs> to listen to your competitors, send me the drifter's pack. I will probably end up buying it myself. Send it to me. You should slide into their DMs because they definitely have replied to you before on twitter i've i've seen some slight interactions there yeah me and me and spindrift or <laughs> the seltzer cast account and spindrift we're flirting on twitter <laughs> i'm courting them and descending them <laughs> the drifters pack it's the seltzer cast with your host sean patrick o'brien folks let me ask you do you love movies 
Do you spend your days thinking about how much you just love to watch movies? The good ones, even the bad ones everyone told you not to like? It sounds like Super is the place for you. The team at Super Yaki loves movies as well. So much so that they dedicate every waking moment of their life to bring you top quality merchandise to showcase your love for them. From super soft t-shirts advocating for the immediate production of a third national treasure, to comfy sweatshirts that serve as a call to arms to all those in support of making Judy Greer America's lead. They even have pins of some of your favorite directors like Sofia Coppola and Jordan Peele. Super Yaki brings you tangible love letters to movies and filmmakers that you can wear with pride. Plus, the team at Supriyaki screen prints all of their apparel using eco-friendly, 100% water-based inks and ships with compostable poly mailers for an environmentally friendly alternative to online shopping. Pretty nice if you ask me. If the spirit moves you, find them at superyaki.com. Let's watch more movies. And now, listeners, I have a treat for you. Anyone listening to this podcast can take 10% off of their next order with code SUPERFRIEND at checkout. The code is SUPERFRIEND in all caps and no spaces at superyaki.com. That's S-U-P-E-R-Y-A-K-I.com. Superyaki.com. As an artist, how do you feel about the packaging of Topo Chico? I, I know it's very traditional, but... I um, absolutely love the, the packaging a lot. It's very... Like, you see a lot of brands trying to replicate this vintage look. Yeah. Like, it's a very in thing to look kind of 1920s to 1950s. And this mm-hmm. is definitely more in the, like, early 19th century. Or not 19th, 20th century. Right, right. Um, Design-wise. And I think, despite, like, from far away being, I'd say medium to tiny size, the illustration that they have is just so well done. It's, like, almost like a really well done block print it's just black line and the yellow that's from the label and it's just so like you can clearly read it as like an aztec woman drinking water yeah from the mountains absolutely yeah i love the label i love the font specifically it's so nice and i like that the colors of like red yellow and black i had to really think about that i know it's terrible to be like what colors am i looking at red <laughs> and yellow and black people who listen to this podcast are going to be like sean is having a stroke on air <laughs> um but no i really like that and i like that um you can almost see that these are like stickers that were put on yeah because that really, really cool. does make it feel like retro and then also like the indents in the bottles itself has like a retro Which feel to it. I don't like, understand the purpose of it. I, there might either. be a genuine purpose. <laughs> no, I'm sure. I think so too because this is like, oh, is it? Is that the expiration date? Mine says 2021, but it says 20, and then there's like a weird V symbol, and then it says 21. So I'm Where, not sure. Wait, show me your. This is an okay, audio podcast. So on, show me it on the front, like right underneath. Mine has an imprint that says 2021. <gasps> I don't have that interesting okay so maybe it is not the expiration date i do have something in the back that I says 2001 and then 10 i have which 19, i think is 365 175 21 3b but i don't know what that means i think that's just the bottle do you like, have like this i have these the, dots on yeah. the bottom okay so you don't have anything above that that's interesting it's probably something that um is not important but no it's probably something that was just um 
you know, with like shipping things, they have to put stuff on them. And if you buy it, it might be like a loose versus package. I don't know. Yeah, maybe I don't know sending stuff. I don't know. I also like on the bottom of the bottle that it has like the those intents oh yeah i don't know it's just nice like it makes it i don't bottle anything is just so much nicer it does I feel a little bit more like retro like you said a nicely you know? designed glass bottle yeah exactly like this is something that could totally be turned into like i'm not sure if you've seen but like people get like vintage bottles and they're like it's a flower face now like yeah, this yeah, would yeah. look great right yeah i agree yeah i like that the design probably has not changed since 1895 i don't know if that's true but it looks like it hasn't changed since like at the very least like the 20s you know i i tried to look it up yeah let's see i don't think i saw anything besides like oh this is what it currently looks like label let's see oh no so it does it looks like it has changed throughout the years but not like a lot pop well i'm seeing different designs (laughs) So I wonder when specifically um, this label itself came into existence. It Look at this. Like... I love this. This is like where the, the listeners are probably so confused because but <laughs> we'll post all these on the, uh, the Twitter. But look at this ad. It's like a little bellhop guy running with a Topo Chico. <laughs> I love that. I would hang that up. It's brilliant. Oh, man. Yeah, I, lo- like I love the... all the art. Vintage ads I'm seeing are from like it looks like the 40s 50s era. Whoa, Skylar, I might need to get these. (laughs) Check they're really pretty. I like the top left one. (gasps) Topo Chico shoes. Topo Chico shoes on Etsy. I said on Etsy for uh twenty five two hundred fifty dollars. Not I if it was $25, I'd be like, I'm hanging up the pod. And I am buying these. $250. These are so cool. Wow. This is now a sneaker pod. <laughs> Hawk sneakers. Ooh, I actually found some I found some bottles. Okay. I found Wait, some actual vintage me, bottles. Let me see the link that you sent. I actually did not look at it. I was obsessed with these shoes on Etsy. And there is now dead air on the pod as my computer um it's very slow (laughs) i can describe the two things i sent so the first image i sent sean is like it looks like a bunch of vintage ads from they don't give any timeline at all to what they're from but like it looks like i'd say 1930s to maybe the 70s and then the second thing i sent sean is it looks like almost like Topo Chico released a line of like, this is what our old labels look like. Cool. Yeah. So I'm looking at the ads of um, their vintage ads and they are like incredible. <laughs> like the designs of all of them together, especially like they're so cool. And how do also... we feel about their old logo having ice on it? They kind of give you a hint of it now mm. with the vague slight white outline but it uh, used to be if you look really close like you can see it with the t yeah 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 i think it's much cleaner without the frosty ice yeah it reminds me it. of icy 
Yeah, it looks almost like a slushy logo. <laughs> yeah, it, I but, don't think it captures the vibes of Topo Chico. Like, it makes one, me think of like an icy. Or so like the a bottle slushy. that says nineteen twelve. Yes. Looks like medicine. It does. I would. Uh, yeah, or it looks kind of like it would be on an alcoholic bottle as well. It looks like if you've seen those old bottles of like, this is Coca-Cola when it had cocaine in it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yup. You're not wrong. Yeah. We're like, this is, this is the soda that was like 50% real drugs. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But it's interesting to see. So one of them's labeled 1912 and the other one's 1943, but then the other one's not labeled. And the one that's not labeled is like closest to what it is now. But I like the design now the most and i don't know if that's just because it's coming from somebody in 2020 saying this but it it's funny because if this was not their vintage label they still are able to have graphic design where it looks vintage even if it's incredible it almost seems more vintage than their actual vintage that's that's exactly what i'm trying to say yeah exactly so i think that they maintained the brand very well over the years and I think that it's not something that like like LaCroix specifically rebranded so that like maybe millennials and everything would like try to like have it and yeah it worked and I love their designs too but this is still sticking to the vintage design and it's not being like we're gonna change so that people do like us it's just a coincidence that people discovered how great this water is you know oh yeah like this is i'm gonna guess that the final one we see probably came out in the 90s yeah i kind of get those vibes and like this probably came out in like 2000 2010 era yeah yeah Um, i feel like i didn't know what tovo chico like i I'm definitely familiar with the logo but i didn't know that it was like a sparkling beverage only for a while you know, like I feel like yeah. I used to see it at Chipotle and like just in Whole Foods and stuff and assume that maybe it was an alcoholic beverage and it's not. It's just it, it water. does kind of I could see why someone would think like, oh, it's like te- it could look like a tequila. But it's also just clear. Like uh, Yeah. I mean tequila's clear. No, I know, but like I don't know. Like who in a in a Coke type of bottle? <laughs> That's fair. I was just trying to not... I didn't want to roast you. <laughs> no, no, no. It's okay. Okay, so um, let's rate the bubbliness and rate the overall seltzer. So, for me, so, like, 10 would be, like, would we say 10's, like, howls? Yeah, so the bubbliness, I always say, is, like, it's less on how much you like it and more so on just the bubbles itself. Mm-hmm. I have finished mine, so I'm going to guess based on uh, me 10 minutes ago. <laughs> what would you I, I'd probably say, like, a six. Okay. Or it's, like, if a five is, like, it's bubbly. Yeah. That's how I would say a five. A five is, it's bubbly. And I'd say, like, a seven or eight is, like, more, like, it's getting close to the harsher bubblies. It's It's almost a it's almost a getting close to being harsh. If that yeah, makes sense. Yeah, yeah. It's, there's bubbles. You can taste it. You can feel it, but it's, it's not overwhelming. 
Yeah, I would say like a, I think because it is a, min- a mineral water and also like um, San Pellegrino is a mineral water, I was very surprised on how much bubbles there actually was upon my first sip. So I would say that the bubbles are maybe like a 7.5 or like an 8 even um, because the bubbles are very strong for mineral water and that's good. Um, and overall taste, I think I'm going to give it a 10. I would also give it a 10. Yeah. And like- I, I don't want to be like, oh, I'm doing it because I'm biased. I'm a little biased. But <laughs> it it's truly so well-balanced right. in flavor, texture, and just like it, it goes well with food. And it doesn't make you feel gross when you drink it. Absolutely. It's perfect. I don't cool. think I would change anything about it. No, I totally agree with you. And like I said, it's one that I feel like I'm going to stock in my house now because yeah. I really love it. Okay. I'm so excited for you. <laughs> Two more questions. Mm-hmm. This is a little bit different from what I usually ask our guests. Ooh. So a question that I usually ask our guests is what would the sell, like if you were in charge of the company, where would you put it product placement wise in the movie? You can answer that if you want. But Mm -hmm. the question I would like to ask you is, you are in charge of the Topo Chico biopic. (laughs) Think like the founder with Michael Keaton, but it's about like the rise of Topo Chico and they're like acquiring from, like they are the first people to bottle coke i think that's what the fact was and then they're acquired by coca-cola and it's just the the rise and i guess there was not a fall the rise and the rise of topo chico who would you want to direct this movie and who's the star of the topo chico biopic i want to answer the first one first because i think it's super easy if i was going to product place this in a movie mexican restaurant baby they're getting tacos they're drinking topo chico Super easy, super cool. flawless. You know, it's integrated and realistic. Awesome. The movie, though. <laughs> <laughs> Topo Chico, the movie. Topo Chico, the movie TM. Yeah. TM pending. I almost <laughs> want to say I would love to see Alf- Alfonso Cuarón. <laughs> like, I think it could be very well, like, it can be very dramatized if like if there is dramatization no, i think they could like, dramatize you know the telling of the past and reflecting the past experience with the princess's struggles cool yeah comparing yeah. it in with topo chico okay i like and that. now i'm one of those people that i i like to i like that you went better like you treated the movie like it would be a great movie because it probably would be a great movie and that you paired it with like an auteur rather than my stupid like it's like the founder with michael keaton because that movie like sucks ass so i never watched that i saw i went don't i went to (laughs) i went to a test screening of that movie uh and i feel like every podcast i go on i'm like yeah i went to a test screening of that uh it was so bad and at one point they had ADR, like, do you know what ADR is? Like, mm-hmm. where they add the dialogue after, um, in front of somebody that had their mouth completely shut, <gasps> and it wasn't the actor's voice at all. 
And I know that test screenings are like work in progress, whatever. And I don't want to judge them for it. But for a movie like The Founder, where it's already the dumbest shit you've ever seen, it was funny as hell. And me and my friends were laughing so hard openly in the test screening about it. (laughs) Please tell me about this movie. (laughs) I just remember walking downstairs, I want to say two or three years ago. And my mom was watching it. I just remember staring at it. What is this movie? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I love Michael Keaton. Of course, Super Yaki also loves Michael Keaton. Who the hell doesn't like Michael Keaton? We love Michael Keaton. But for a movie about the founding of McDonald's, they had to do a better job for that. They, they I like really... McDonald's. They, they, they butchered that. So by looking up to Pochico, you cannot find... You can find the name of the person. Okay. But you cannot find any actual photos of these people because it was because <laughs> it's in 1895. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Um, but it is a collaboration between a French industrialist and a man who apparently like ran some textile stuff in Mexico named. Okay, so that's fascinating because then you have. A Mexican actor and a French actor. Yeah, no, I'm like, I gotta think of a French actor. <laughs> well, let's see. <laughs> Googling French actors as I speak. <laughs> um, what about, um, <laughs> no, he's Austrian and German. I was gonna say Christoph Waltz. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he could do it. Sure. I would say, you know, an industrialist. Yeah. I know. I was trying to think of, like, an old-timey guy. I immediately thought of, like, him and Django, where he has, like, that hat and, like, the mustache. I think he has a hat and a mustache in Django. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. His little uh, dentist. He's not French, but... um, I'm sure he speaks it. I think he speaks French in Inglourious Bastards. True. Okay, okay. So, like, he could do it. Yeah. You know, Spanish is... I'm loving, I'm loving this movie, and because <laughs> there's going to be barely an Oscar season this year, I think you need to make it in the matter <laughs> I of think I need to make um, a month so that somebody in Hollywood could buy it and it'll win all of the Oscars, Skylar. And I think, I do not know anything about this textile person, but okay. I'm going to assume they're more Spanish Mexican than indigenous Mexican, so I'm going to say Diego Luna. Good choice. Awesome. So I'm gonna go with that. I would watch that movie. I I that is like a stacked cast. I want to fund this movie with my twenty dollars in my bank account. (laughs) Let's go, Tobo Chico. If you are listening, we just developed a biopic, and now I'm going to speed dial Hollywood on my cell phone and say, I have a friend here who has a, a a a movie about a drink which is like the opposite of a movie about a mop, which is Joy, the biopic of Joy, directed by David O. Russell. We have a movie about a drink that is very good and that can unite the nation right now. I feel like the more I'm thinking about this, like this could actually, this could be a good movie. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree with you. I, um, once you uh, brought in Alfonso Cuaron and I was like, oh wait, that's a good director. This might be good. <laughs> Um, I think that uh, I'm I'm intrigued, and I would like to see it. <laughs> I would like okay. to see that. <laughs> so, finally, do you have anything that you want to promote? Do you want to 
name your website and just tell everybody where to find you? Sure. Um, by the time this is out, it'll probably be either a week to two weeks after my September stickers uh, will have arrived. Um, so definitely check out my big cartel, which is just my name, Skylar Verdusco. Um, Sean will have it probably yeah. uh, linked up somewhere. Um, and you can follow me at Misnamed Plants on Twitter and Instagram for more stuff that will be coming soon in October. I can promise that I am doing October stickers. And since this is coming out very, very in the future, I guess I'll let Sean in on some of them. I cool. am going to be doing my Muppet for the month is going to be the count. Awesome. Incredible. Um, I, I am doing a Twin Peaks one. Whoa. And I am doing an Us 2019 sticker. Incredible. And I probably do one to two more. I'll do, I'll poll some people. So definitely follow me so that you can get in on those polls because that really actually determines what I make. Hell yeah. No, that's, a, that's, that's very cool. And I'm excited to be on the inside info. And then I assume that anybody <laughs> listening to this already knows about these things and have already purchased them. And if you haven't, oh. please go to her website and do that because um, they are awesome. So. And also, as I said, I worked with Super Yaki on the Star Wars collection. Um, I just finished something. Uh, hopefully by the time this is out, if you check on my Twitter and Instagram, there will be something that... Mm, I like that. I like <laughs> Mystery. that. Mystery. That there is will a, be something. Um, <laughs> even the noise that you made was like the noise of like shrugging your shoulders and being like, I don't know. So that I, was good. That was good. That's going to be your <laughs> high-pitched audio for the session. <laughs> I don't even know what that noise was. It sounded like a dog that got its toes. No, it was on. good. It was it was like um it was it left it a little bit like ominous for the spooky month of October Ooh. and in like a mystery. So cool. Oh, yeah. Knives out. <laughs> Trying to figure out what I'm winking at. This is an audio podcast. So you, so you have guys to can't say like wink winking. wink when you wink. <laughs> All right, Skylar, thank you so much for joining. This was so much fun. Thank you for introducing me to the wonderful Topo Chico. I am so, so glad and so honored. Fantastic. And I really had a blast on here. And I look forward to the uh, the Topo Chico biopic coming in before 2020 because the Oscar deadline is now in February, I believe. No, yeah, so before 2020, February 2021. So you're going to make this movie before then. Yeah, it, they're not to go on a tangent right as we're ending this, but like yeah, yeah. they were like, oh yeah, we're extending it. Okay. <laughs> well, it puts me to. in a weird place because, um, and this is by no means a movie podcast and by no means do I want it to be a movie podcast, but I do rank like the um, movies on Letterboxd in terms of the years that they come out. So usually I will be like, okay, after I see all the Oscar movies and stuff, I would be able to rank them high if I like them or low or whatever. But now you're going to have movies that are in 2020 and 2021 that are nominated for the 2020 Oscars. So it gets very, like it doesn't even make sense that I just say that, but um, you know, we are in a terrible uh pandemic. state of the world yeah pandemic so um uh movies are not 
important and uh drinking topo chico is because it made me drinking happy. topo chico is important yeah i can confirm that <laughs> remember if you're hungover this might work <laughs> maybe <laughs> get, get, squeeze your lime get some salt sprinkle it or do like a margarita thing with it i think that sounds good even if you weren't hungover i mean it sounds like a nice drink yeah it sounds like a nice time like i've i like their lime drink and like i'm imagining that with like a salt rim cup yeah Ooh. yeah i have good. to try their other flavors as well and once again thank you for introducing me to them because now i will be a lifelong fan i'm so glad i hope your whole foods like really stocks up on all the flavors i hope that one day i will trek to that that mountain in mexico and try the water from the spring as the princess did <laughs> We're, we're not allowed to anymore. You used to be able to, but now you're not allowed to. Is that true? Okay, so you used to be able to climb up the mountain. Okay. Like, that's a real thing that used to happen. But I think, I could be wrong, but I think with the Coca-Cola um, getting the, like, oh. rights to it, they're like, guys, okay, you real, you can't, or a big corporation, you can't come in here. Wow. But you can kind of climb around it but you can't you go you can't do like uh oh man i already forgot his name (laughs) you can't you can't bring your daughter and climb up a mountain and have her drink off of topo chico anymore wow okay okay all right so i will not be doing that but i will be attending my local whole foods illegally (laughs) i will not i do not i do (laughs) i do not condone illegal activities on this podcast but skylar if you want to go climb that mountain that's that's up to you man i i don't want to climb a mountain (laughs) (laughs) i i I enjoy hiking but like climbing a mountain Mm. not for you not for me all right, Skylar. Once again, thank you. You know where to follow her. Look in the description for this podcast for all her links. Look for those stickers. Look for that upcoming uh, wink, wink, super yucky drop. Uh, look for anything that she does because she's very talented. And Skylar, thanks again. Thank you so much. All righty. Hope Bye. you have a good afternoon. This has been the Seltzer Cast, hosted and produced by Sean Patrick O'Brien. Be sure to join us next week, my bubbly friends. Farewell for now. Thanks to Kevin McLeod for the music, Tim Wells for the voiceover, and Kira Koffer for the art. Thank you to Superyaki for sponsoring the SeltzerCast. Be sure to follow our Twitter, at SeltzerCast, and our Instagram, which is Seltzer.Cast. See you next week.